I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Are you looking at me? I think so. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Take a big gulp. And cue the music. Okay. After my fifth step in 30 seconds. Hello, okay. everyone. <laughs> Hello. I am Alexa. And I am Taylor, and we are Uncorked and Unfiltered. Yes, we are. And we're drinking rosé because it's 100 degrees out. Mm-hmm. Do you know they call rosé um, Hampton's Water? I feel like you told me that once, and I love that. I probably did tell you that because I just feel so bougie when I'm drinking rosé. And I don't know why, I guess, because I feel like I'm in the Hamptons. Yeah. It also either reminds me of being in the Hamptons or being in, like, France for some right. reason. Right, right, right. Even but, though we did not drink rosé when we went to Paris. Because it was two degrees. That's true. Yeah, we did go there in January, so. Right. Um, I also love that they call it water because I do definitely drink rosé more than water these days, so. Right. Gotta it stay just hydrated. goes down faster, too. It's like yeah. a cool, refreshing water. Yeah. You know yeah. what I had over 4th of July weekend? I had a high noon. How do you, have <gasps> you ever it had good? it? So no, like, I want to try them. I don't know. Like, I'm back and forth with it. So we got, like, a grapefruit one and a black cherry one. And Taylor knows how I feel about black cherry white cloths. Not my thing. Um. But we got both of those. But when I first had a grapefruit one, we bought it and like it wasn't in the fridge. So it like I drank the first one. It was like kind of warm and put it in ice. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't mm-hmm. that good. But by the time I had the second one, it was very cold and it was better. So okay, it's kind of like that when you have a warm white claw, like that's not good. Right. Warm drinks in general are never good. I agree. Um, I actually had a different drink over this weekend as well what'd you do drink i think i might have told you about it we tried them down in um north carolina but it's called the wild basin seltzers oh my god there's i think they're better than white claw there i said it i think they are too they're just not as widely like spread out so you're always gonna kind of turn towards white. no but like they're super refreshing they also feel like healthy when you drink them right i feel like they're not as bubbly as white claw Right. High noon is like that, but it's also okay. high noon is vodka. So it's not really supposed to be oh. bubbly, I guess. But yeah, there's yeah. like no carbonation. 
Yeah, the honestly, like White Claws are starting to the bubbles in them. I just can't drink them like I used to. Yeah, I just, I'm just like I need to take like breaks from it because then I get like tired of it. And right. I, I love when I when it's like really hot out and I'm craving like a, an ice cold White Claw. Like I, I love that feeling. But if I'm like drinking mm-hmm. it like every time, like I'm drinking, then I feel like I'm not craving it as much. And I guess right. that's the signs that maybe I should stop drinking. But right. But we won't. Right. So we're just going to need to switch around to the different spike seltzers. <laughs> Did you know that they're making um, seltzeries? What's a seltzery? It's like a brewery. Oh, like a winery? Yeah, like a brewery, like a winery, a seltzery. Oh, that's so cool. Right? I know Truly is making one somewhere in like the Midwest. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously White Claw will be following shortly after. And I could picture like, picture like Bud Light. Well, maybe at Bud Light's um, breweries, they're already doing it. But, like, wouldn't that be cool going to, like, a White Claw with seltzery? That is really cool. Of course, Truly starting. Truly's the worst. Truly sucks. Yeah, I will never drink Truly. I could be in a desert with no water in my body for a week, and I still would turn the Truly down. Yeah, I would rather drink my urine. Me too. Boil that shit. It tastes (laughs) like water. (laughs) It's like the tangerine White Claw. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I completely agree. Truly is not the move for me. Um, so even if they wanted to sponsor us, I would say no. That's actually a joke, Truly. That's um, a joke. If you do want to sponsor us, I will drink Truly every day for the rest of my life. I will name my first child Truly. <laughs> <laughs> not to be dramatic. Not to be dramatic, but I will. <laughs> but I will. I'll do it. Watch me. Oh, my God. That is too funny. <laughs> um okay well i guess we can start off this episode with the saddest news i've ever heard in my life yeah casey, you. casey musgraves and her hubby are getting divorced after being married for two years um they both released like joint statements um you know they said the kind of same song and dance where it seemed, you know, like just because of differences and they, you know, they tried working on it and they just realized that they, you know, they, they can't. And they yeah. were like, we've never found a love. We know we'll never find a love like this ever again in our lives. And we're going to be, you know, really special friends to each other forever. We'll see what happens when, you know, right. Life goes on. I feel like those are like the worst breakups, the ones where it's like, we just couldn't make it work. It's like, if they cheat on you and shit, like, obviously that sucks, but it's like, this person is clearly a piece of shit. So like, fuck them. I hope they die. Mm -hmm. But like, if you just can't make it work with someone that's that you truly like love, that's so sad because it's like, as much as you want to be with them, it's just not working. Yeah, I agree. It's like, and her album Golden Hour, which won Album of the Year at the Grammys um, two years ago, and it just like swept. It's like one of my favorite albums ever. The entire album, she said that he inspired her. Like, and when I listen to all of those love songs, like, I mean, the way she talks about this guy, it's like, I mean, she's also such a good lyricist. But like now to know that like that love is dead, it's just like really hard for me to listen to Butterflies, like one of mm-hmm. her songs, because I'm just like, oh my god. It is it's so all sad. Love yeah. It's sad. I just wonder what happened, but I did notice actually like two-ish months ago 
that they both deleted each other's pictures off of each other's Instagram. So like any like pictures that they had of both of them, they deleted two months ago. So then rumors were spreading and then nothing came out. So I don't know if like shit went down, but then they tried to, when the quarantine hit, tried to work through it, it tried to see like, let's work through it. And then they couldn't. Yeah. Huh. That's very strange for someone like for them to say, we just couldn't make it work. We have irreconcilable differences to delete everything off social media. You know, like I feel like, I feel like you only do that if it's like bad, like if it's a bad breakup. I mean, you never, like she was hurt. She went on like a crazy um, worldwide tour. You never Mm -hmm. know what might've happened maybe while she was on tour. Um, If someone cheated or if someone grew feeling, you know, if they grew apart, it's just sad. I love her. And he seems, like, he seems like such a sweet guy, too. Obviously, I know literally nothing about him except for his Instagram. <laughs> but such a sweet guy. He has three right. dead Angel. people in his basement. But such a sweet guy. Right. Angel. <laughs> Great guy. <laughs> um, well, hopefully they'll be happier, I guess, separated. Yeah. I feel like it's sad to see this, but I feel like it also shows that they're truly taking a step forward for themselves personally, and they're going to try and move on with their lives, like, you know, they're like, all right, let's just yeah, stop and try and, like, move on from it or whatever. I wonder if a lot of, like, celebrity couples, when they get divorced, they just say irreconcilable differences because they don't – it's so public that they don't want – you know? I agree. I mean, I guess, no, I agree. I guess there are some that, like, if it's, like, open cheating or something like that, then they'll straight up say, like, yeah, this person was cheating. But, like, if something random like this happens where you're kind of like, wait, what? They just say like irreconcilable differences because they don't want the world what knowing else are they what happened. Say. Yeah, right. And I do notice if they are making a statement, then they, like you said, are saying something like that. When they aren't making a statement, that kind of goes to show you that some something else went more went down. Like Kelly Clarkson never made a statement. Miley Cyrus and Liam they never made a statement, and that right. obviously was messy. Um, so yeah, very interesting. Who was it? Oh, like Channing Tatum when he was married to that Jenna girl and they had like mm-hmm. kids forever. Yeah. And like, she said she found out that he was dating Jesse J when he went public with her on Instagram. And then she said something and she's like, I found out that my husband had a girl, my newly ex-husband has a, had a girlfriend like the same time as the rest of the world. So obviously they have like some bad blood. Right. Yeah relationships are so messy like I can't imagine having the entire world like watching you oh know? yeah That's and everyone commentates on it like look yeah. at us like we're like oh like we know nothing about these two <laughs> <laughs> and we're like someone cheated for sure hundred percent I mean um yeah okay well sending you love Casey I'm obviously yeah, rooting I'm sure for gonna- her <laughs> Right. She's going to write a bomb album, though. I know. I'm, like, about nervous. Like, it stinks because I'm not in a place where I'm, like, I can, like, really relate to a Fuck You album, so I would have preferred a more lovey-dovey. But, like, I'll jam out for her. I mean, yeah. Agreed. I do always love a good Fuck You album, though, because I feel like it works not even just with guys. It works with everything. Mm-hmm. Like, the weather's raining. Fuck you. I'm going to play this song because I hate the world right now. You know? Right. Yeah. Like, oh, it's raining today. Turn on Misery Business by Paramore. <laughs> um, speaking of country singers, let's talk about Maren Morris. You and I haven't even talked about this. I'm so, I feel so bad for her. I'm so upset. I know. All right. Tell our listeners what's going on. 
So I guess she had posted a picture or something of her son and people are just commenting on like people have been trashing her on social media about like what she posts with her son and like calling her a bad mom I guess and like giving her so much heat for it and she just deleted all the pictures then of her son and I feel like good for her but I'm also like I love him I want to see pictures of him I think you're a great mom you're killing it girl yeah he's so cute I mean Mm -hmm. I see this happen with like every celebrity that has a child did I don't know if you saw if you know the picture that actually set her off the edge but it was like her on this like car looking pool float that was in right right at like it wasn't really like fully deep into like a lake or whatever it was like right where um the shore breaks and she had the baby on her lap and was holding a beer bottle and it was like a super cute picture and of course everyone commented like a gust of wind and that baby is toast and you're drinking while holding your you know six-month-old baby and different stuff like that and her husband actually tweeted and was like him me too and the fact that he backs her up so much too I'm like that's goals Mm -hmm. but he was like she was on a float with like two inches of water with four people right outside where the picture was taking taken like making sure to grab the float as soon as the picture was taken like literally like I think he was like go fuck yourselves or like get over it or something but it's like it's crazy like People on social media are just, like, ruthless. Like, you don't even know her. Right. I'm sorry. Like, are you a five-star parent all the time? No. It's everyone needs to. Everyone needs to learn to mind their own business. That's the problem with social media. People don't mind their own business. People are like, well, you posted this picture, so now I can comment and say whatever the fuck I want about it. And it's like, no. And what's like, weird – yeah. And what's weird is you wouldn't do that to your own friends. Like – Right. If someone you know posted that picture, you wouldn't comment that. It's just because you know that she has a lot of followers and nothing's going to happen if you commented on hers. And you're basically being cowardly by just, like, typing right. it into the comments. Right. It's like, also, do you feel like a bigger person tearing her down? Like, do you really feel good about yourself, like, judging this new mom yeah. and, like, making her feel like shit in front of the whole world because she – had a beer and like was holding her kid calm down everyone needs to calm down yeah it's literally ridiculous it's just like and I feel like that's what bothers me the most um because it's like it's one thing when like I know when you're a public figure and you have you know an Instagram or stuff people are always going to be nosy and get in the way but I I more than ever feel bad for them when they're moms because to have a stranger basically tell you you're not a good mom I mean, I'm not a mom, but I know that would bother me that you're, you have the nerve to say that I'm not being a good parent. I would be like, so I, I don't blame Marin for just snapping and being like, I'm done because yeah. she's obviously, she's probably a great mom. And to like, to have yeah. to see that, that would get to me too. Yeah. I mean, you don't need the world to comment on your parenting skills. I feel like it's hard enough. And like, where does this holier than thou complex come from that so many people have? I know. I'm sure everyone commenting on that picture has never done anything wrong than ever, never would do anything wrong with their kid than ever. Like, come no on. shot. No shot. No shot. Everyone needs to learn to just like take social media for like the pictures and the life updates, and that's it. Yeah. You don't need to like spread your whole thoughts and feelings all over the world 
we don't need negativity. The world is negative enough. Yeah. I've always said that too. It's like just spread positive and insightful stuff. If you have really ni- nothing nice to say, don't say it, especially on someone else's yeah. feed. Yeah. Like you're going out of your way to write something mean. Yeah. So stupid. That's just mean. Agreed. Um, I don't like mean people. Me either. So we feel for you, Marin. We do. We love you. We do. I really do. We I did cry when you performed at Tortuga. We literally did. We looked at each other. We were like, ugh. <laughs> I literally looked at you because I was starting to cry and I never really cry. Yeah, me either. Like, not at concerts. I just, like, not at concerts. And I look over at you and like you're wearing your sunglasses, but all I see are like tears streaming down your face. And I was like, okay, you're crying too? And you were like, yeah, I don't know why. And I was like, <laughs> not a good luck. We're like on the beach, drunk, wearing like bikinis, just like crying. I'm burned. We're crying. like, these girls are unstable. Yeah, we probably should not. That's what we learned about loaded Coronas, though, and it forever changed my life. Mm -hmm. That's probably why we were crying. We were, like, just, like, so worked up. (laughs) Tequila, you know, and Corona. Oh, not the virus. Yeah, I was about to say the drink, not the virus. Um, all right, moving on. Okay, this is funny. Jessica from Love is Blind has a boyfriend. I am dead about it. After leaving the leaving Mark at the altar because he's only 24. He's only 24. <laughs> she posted a picture on 4th of July um, announced, like debuting her new boo. Mm-hmm. He is apparently a foot doctor and I did stalk his Instagram and like it kind of made me want to throw up. For sure. Some of the stuff I was doing. It's all like foot surgeries. He should go on. Did you ever see there's that show on TLC and it's called my feet are killing me no is that like a foot show it's a foot show where like people have all these weird like foot ailments tlc is the best channel to watch the weirdest shit that's yeah the people from the corners of the earth come on this show with the weirdest shit to talk about i mean that channel that channel has everything yeah it really does like i didn't even know that was a show Mm -hmm. dr pimple popper started on tlc my feet are killing me but anyway he should be on that because what his instagram shows me is disgusting ass feet but did you see someone commented on it no on the picture someone commented and goes is he 34 or 24 and jessica commented back and goes he was 34 at the time of filming so it turns out that's exactly what i was looking for and then like the crying laughing laughing emoji and then she goes thanks for asking like, like just, what? he's trolling you, number one. Also, why are you number talking one. about the age when you were filming? Like, that was, like, almost two years ago. It doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, so, like, are you guys the same age? I guess they're the same age because she was 34 during filming and he right. was 34 during filming. But that's just a weird way of saying it. Yeah, and, like, I, I, it's, I can't hear again that you were 34. Like, it's engraved in my brain. Like, I can't. I think on my tombstone, I wanted to say, Mark is only 24. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, so ridiculous. Who knows if that shit will last? I don't know what what type of death wish this guy has. Mm. I like, wonder I if he watched the show. Had to it. Or maybe, actually, no, maybe he didn't. And that's why he's still dating her. Right. I feel like 
I feel like I would watch it. If I, like, knew I was dating someone that was on, like, a reality show, I would watch the show. Because everyone that did watch it would always come up to me, and I would want to be in the know if, like, they're doing right. digs or making fun or something. Like, I wouldn't right. want to be blind. Right. <laughs> I would want to be like, <laughs> punny. You're punny. Thanks. I would want to be like, no, I'm sorry. I don't watch reality TV. I would be like, yeah, I saw what the fuck he did. Like, we've talked about it, and I think he's an asshole. Right. Agreed. <laughs> and that's my opinion. <laughs> Thanks. Congrats that's on your new love. <laughs> Thanks. I, I mean, good for Jessica, I guess. Doesn't she live in California or something? Yeah. So I feel like she might have moved out there for some reason. Like, after all of this dropped, I feel like she might have moved out there. But I could have also made that up completely. Maybe. Um, maybe. We'll see if that lasts. I mean, I don't know anything about him. So maybe he's a weirdo. Honestly, he could be. Right. He's a foot doctor. I feel like foot doctors are like – I feel like you have to have a little bit of a foot fetish to be a foot doctor. Yeah, I guess. That's a good point. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, who wants to just look at feet all day? Not me. Well, he probably makes banks, so that makes it easier. True. True. Well, congrats, but Jessica. I know. Good for her. Hopefully, she did find love. And in this case, it was not blind. <laughs> no, it was not. She fully judged him, so <laughs> – Okay, so you have a bachelor fact for me, right? Yeah. So I was talking to um, Sam. Shout out, Sam. Hey, Sam. Um, remember last week how we were talking about the Bachelor Mansion and how we were kind of confused as to why they weren't filming there again? Yeah. And they just weren't tra- traveling or whatever, and they would just stay at the mansion? Right. Well, apparently, the mansion is owned by, like, a private family, and, like, so ABC doesn't own that house. So every season The Bachelor is filmed, the family moves all of their furniture out, moves themselves out for however many months, and, like, lives somewhere else. Wow. Right? Interesting. Yeah. I was like, no. I, I don't know why I thought, like, ABC owns the place or something. Yeah. Or I definitely didn't think... I thought maybe it was something like, yeah, someone could rent out on off season or something, but I definitely didn't think it was like a family legitimately lived there and then moved out. Like, right. Like that's a lot. Like they I'm, must be, I, are they getting like a lot of money for that? Cause that's a fucking hassle. <laughs> that I don't know. I, I would assume ABC pays a good amount. The name of the guy who owns the mansion one, well, I guess it's his family too, is Marshall Harridan. Okay. The house is called Villa de la Vina. Mm. I feel like that means the house of the wine, and I love it. <gasps> yes. Right? Yes. Um, so, yeah, they move out. I can tell you how much the mansion's worth. Sure, why not? Um, the home was listed in 2008 for $8.75 Hmm. A couple pennies. Right. Like, I couldn't really afford that, but, like, who could? So, do you think... Oh, sorry, you go. No, I was just going to say, that's just crazy. It is. But, like, do you think they just didn't want... Like, I wonder, like, why then it's not being filmed there? Like, what was the whole reason behind it? Do you think the family didn't want to leave? I think it's from the Rona. They probably don't want people in their house. Right. And they probably were like, sorry, guys, you guys just got to figure out somewhere else to go this year because... And, like, I don't really blame them. That's 24 
plus people being in your home that like you're not gonna have like you're not gonna know if they've been like following the rules and stuff yeah and that's also not forgetting the, the crew and i'm sure there's some rooms that the crew sleep in and stuff right. and so you have probably at least 20 crew members there every day so yeah they're probably like mm, can we not thanks right i just was like that's so insane i i i I don't know. I always thought that, like, it was kind of like the Playboy Mansion. Me too. Where, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely didn't know. I definitely didn't know that, like, or ever would think that a family, like, actually lived there. Like, could you imagine have like, being like, oh, I'm going to over to a friend's house, and you roll up, and you're like, wait a second. This looks familiar. That's crazy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Wow. Good fun fact. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam interesting i'm excited for it to come back i'm gonna give it a whirl even though i'm more excited for matt's season but i know i just need like i'm nervous for reality tv this fall there's really nothing for me to watch right well now that vanderpump has been right i did start though a new series um on netflix actually we started at fourth of july at night because we were kind of tired, but like we weren't ready to stop drinking, so like mm-hmm. we were just hanging out. It's called Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Oh my god, I saw that. I want to start that. Is it good? Okay, it was so good, but like it truly is uns. Like if you are expecting there to be results, don't because I literally was like, oh, I see. I was like, there has to be some explanation at the end. Like I get the unsolved mysteries and like. Maybe it's like twenty years later they crack the case. No, no, no. It's st- they're all still like open cases. Okay, so going in, know that like they're just describing the case in full, but at the end of it, it's it's still unsolved. They literally like the message at the bottom says, "If you have any information regarding this, like contact us at like unsolved.com or something." Ugh, see that would bother me because I love yeah. seeing like I'm still probably gonna watch it because I love that stuff regardless, but that does stink. It was very frustrating, especially because the first one was so, the first episode was so good. Like, you have to watch it. We'll talk about it. Okay. Because I literally, I have a theory, but we'll talk about it. Okay. I'll have to watch it. Ooh. Yeah, I recommend. Yeah, I saw that. And as soon as it popped up on my Netflix, I was like, definitely going to be watching that. It's a good one. Did you also hear (laughs) Kanye West now wants to run for president? Yeah, this is like, isn't it like the sixth time he's announced that? Like, I feel like it's all he announces. I mean, probably. Like, what else is he doing? I'm just confused, though, because I thought him and Trump were, like, friends. Well, that's, like, the theory where people think that, like, they have a deal and he's announcing it so that the votes get more split and mm-hmm. people will, like, not vote for Biden, kind of, and, like, vote for Trump. For, um, Kanye and then like it'll help like Trump win I mean obviously yeah. that's just a theory because yeah he is really chummy with Trump um right. and then Elon Musk was like you've got my vote <laughs> oh my god well of course it does he Elon Musk named his child x something something so xxaavv like... spaceship yeah. rocket <laughs> I don't really trust his opinion yeah it's just <laughs> But then what was funny is after he, like, announced, Kanye announced that, like, all different celebrities were just, like, going on their Twitter and Instagram being, like, I'd like to announce that I'm running for president. Oh, my God. And just kind of, like, trolled it to kind of be, like, I'm running, too. 
Um, That's so funny. Yeah. I think a lot of people didn't appreciate it because obviously tensions have been high with the election coming up. So the last thing they want is some person just coming in being like, yeah, I'm doing it. And it's like, seriously, stop. (laughs) Yeah. Just like take a step back. I also did hear though. Another theory was he has an album coming out soon. Of course. Yeah. It's like really good PR, I guess. That would make sense. The only thing I have to say is like Kim K would, you know, rock it as the first lady. (laughs) Oh my God. Could you imagine? (laughs) I honestly, I could, I could like, I really, could imagine her in the I mean she's already been in the White House so much working with her um you know her prison reform and helping true um innocent people get freed but I could so see it I mean it's just like everything makes sense how she like um has been studying for the bar and she's just trying to get like a whole like other like politics side of her going I'm like she they're just it's gonna happen one day it probably honestly will and that's very scary like he's a little crazy yeah yeah i mean he is trump whatever right yeah exactly like they're all crazy but they're everyone's crazy yeah um just kanye anyone that wants to run for president is crazy like why do you want that i know my dad and i always talk about that and he's like it is literally the worst job in the world like Mm -hmm. He's like, I would never, ever want this job ever. Like, everything falls on you. You ever seen, like, the before and after pictures of, like, someone when they were, like, elected into office and then when they left office? Yeah. They look wrecked. Like, Obama, good-looking dude, entered into office, you know, like, fresh, everything, like, good, bright face, leaving mm-hmm. office, like, insane. Like Different person. That shit drained him. You literally age at least 10 years. Yeah. And you're only in there for like four. Yeah. I guess if you have a double term, but yeah. Well, then you age 20 years. <laughs> no, literally though. It's bad. Yeah. I definitely I just, never want, I had no, I have no desire to ever be present. No. And I feel like there's just so many like secrets and like so much stuff that they know that they don't tell us. Well, all politicians are crooks. Like, well, yeah, you, you can't really become a successful politician if you're not a liar and yeah. the crook so yeah but we've all accepted that you know they're all like that so we have all moved on from it even though i'm a little bitter about it so. right i'm a little bitter about it but you know take your pick not a lot of good options here but pick the right one <laughs> kanye Ridiculous. what is his, his slogan did you hear it it's like 2020 vision oh my is it really i think that was like he did like that hashtag i think at the end of one at the end of his tweet or something like that and people were like this could be a potential like slogan and in the back of my head i'm like that's actually really clever um that was my instagram caption on new year's day this year so i think he needs to credit me (laughs) oh my god kanye we're coming for you kanye um i patented that shit so that'll be six million dollars thank you can i take like a quarter of that because I took the pick. Of course. Cool. Absolutely. Thank you. We'll talk. Okay. It's <laughs> <Ask> me after. <laughs> oh, so we'll see what happens with that, I guess. Um, but okay. So to end this episode, I found something kind of funny that I think it would be fun for us to talk about. I don't know if you've ever seen like these articles where it's like 
non-Americans will share the, the most bizarre things that America's Americans think are normal, but they find like so weird. Oh, I love these kind of things. Oh my God. I found one and I was cracking up. Hit I was me like, are we weird? Okay. So we're not weird. They're weird. Right. Definitely. <laughs> okay. So something was asking everyone, what do you do when you first meet them? I live outside the U S and realize that there are some people I've known for years and I still don't know their job. I think in the U.S., jobs are a bigger part of a person's identity than in some other places. Screaming from the rooftops, though, T, because this shit is true. Mm-hmm. It you, is. You know when, like, we used to go out to the bars and, like, meet guys. Like, I feel like the second thing that they would ask is, like, so what do you do? Or, like, we'd right. be like, so what do you do? Or, like, whenever we just meet someone or, like, we meet people on vacation or something, we're always like, so what do you do? And yeah. it's so true because, like, it's been embedded in us as Americans that, like, that's just, like, one of, like, the top things that matter. Yeah. It's, like, your first three questions. What's your name? Where are you from? What do you do? Yeah. And I think it's so funny over there because it's, like, it doesn't really freaking matter what my job is. I, like, what's more important is that, like, I'm, like, living my life. And we're, like, what do you do, robot, robot? <laughs> what's your job? How much money do you make? Yeah. Yeah. No. America's too focused on, like, we're just too fast paced, too much like go, 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 too much like centered around our jobs. Yeah. We need to take a page out of the Europeans because we the do. Right and it's our society's fault, it's the government's fault for not changing it up. Like Europe has taken like great strides and like do, giving like a better quality of life to their people and just changing like the days you need to work and your vacation days and like having like siestas and stuff. It's like we don't like all we do is work. Yeah. Nine to five, Monday through Friday. And make the, the same Italian, amount of money. Yeah. The Italians go in at like nine. They take a break at noon. From like noon to three, they nap. And then from like three to six, they work. Yeah. I could do that. I could do that. I see that for myself. I fully see that for me. <sighs> Annoying. Um, Okay, this is funny. So they say American accents. Everyone thinks that their accent is normal, but I've met Americans who think that they have no accent and theirs is like the baseline somehow. So they're basically <laughs> saying like, we have an accent. Like it's not, we, we think like American, we all, I kind of feel like an American accent is like the one that's like the not accent and then everyone else has accents. Right, I agree. But not even the American because Southerners have like a very heavy accent. Right. And like some so like just north. Us. Right. Like the Midwest has like a very interesting accent. So essentially it's like this little group on the East Coast, like minus Boston. I love you, Tori. Nothing against you. But like <laughs> the Boston's got a very heavy accent. Yes. And I guess California doesn't really either. So it's either right on the coast on either side, it seems. Right. But like yeah. only down to like DC from like Rhode Island, Connecticut down to like DC. There's no accent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. But I think that's so funny that they're like, no, you, you guys have accents. <laughs> like, it's like, no, we don't. <laughs> like, you don't. It's like, yeah, you do. Um, this one I thought was interesting that the entire traffic has to stop when a school bus stops. Um, um, it, it does. Yeah. I think that's, I don't think that's a bad thing. So, I think that's like safety. And I would like to know what country wrote in this one um, and where you guys aren't stopping for school buses. Right. Like, are you just speeding past the children getting on the bus or like, what's the situation there? Yeah. Um, I wonder if like we've had to make it a law because 
Americans are idiots and will hit children mm. while maybe in Europe or wherever this is, they have respect and know right. if they need to stop or if they can like slowly go around and just need to be like a written law. Right. Mm. That's interesting. But also I feel like Europeans drive crazy. So like. Right. So right. yeah, jury's out on that one. Yeah. Um, this one's crazy. Being able to vote before reaching the legal drinking age. So true. So true. You can like vote and you can go to war, but you can't have a beer at the bar. Riddle me that. Doesn't really make much sense. Um, no sense. At all. None. When you think about it, that's like pretty wild. Right. Like I would like to vote and then go to the bar to celebrate me voting. Yeah. Taking a shot. Yeah. America. <laughs> <laughs> um, this next one makes me sad and makes me think I will be leaving America. Um. In America, my maternity leave was six weeks unpaid, and I had to fight them on not shorting me because I went past my due date and didn't keep working until the day I went into labor. And in Europe, maternity leave is a minimum of 15 weeks. Oh, shit. Maybe I'll, like, move to Europe, get pregnant, have the baby, be over there for 15 weeks, and then come back here, and then get maternity leave here. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think I'm going to do that as well. If you want, maybe we can like sync our pregnancies so we can just have a little like baby moon over in Europe. Cool. So down. It really is like kind of crazy that they don't like cover. Like six weeks is actually crazy. I know. It sounds like a lot when you're not pregnant and with child, but I could imagine just like squirting a human being out of my body and being like squirting a human being out. Is that how it goes? I don't know. I've never been in the room. <laughs> um, and just being like, oh, shit, I got to go to work in like six weeks. Yeah. I'd like, be like my second thought. I'll be like, wow, my baby's adorable. I have to go to work in six weeks. I know. Like, that's really scary. And for people that like genuinely have to go back to work because if they're not going to get paid, it's like – and like a fourth trimester is a real thing. Like, you are in like a postpartum like recovery for mm-hmm. like – a full three weeks after your pregnancy, after you give birth, like minimum. So that's just like actually insane. Yeah. That they that you you're not covered for very long at all. I'm not surprised. Yep. Um calling a main course an entree. In other parts of the world, entree always refers to as an appetizer. I actually did know this. Really? Yes. So I was watching Below Deck Med a few seasons ago mm-hmm. and the chief stew came in and she was like, they're ready for their entree. And he was like, or um, they were, they had a debate over the entree and like the first course or something. Mm-hmm. And the chief stew was saying, no, you haven't, or you brought their entree out already. And he was like, no, I didn't. I've only brought out their appetite or their first course, something like that. Right. And there was a confusion. And- the chef said, in America, they call it an appetizer, and then the entree is the main meal, and we're serving Americans right now. But everywhere else in the world, they call the entree the first, like, the appetizer. So interesting. Yeah. I think I just explained that really confusing because – No, I got it. I, went, but. I, did, I did get it, though. Um, very interesting. It's so weird why it was switched – over here because i kind of feel like we followed other countries 
um, you know, like titles and names and stuff when it came to restaurants and brought it over here. So it's weird how that got fucked up. I think we just like really make up our own rules. Yeah. Which is a problem. <laughs> right. Um, this one I find actually hysterical. So identifying as your heritage instead of your nationality, Americans will say that they're Italian, German, Polish, etc., when they don't even speak the language and have no connection to anyone in that country. In other parts of the world, people just identify with the country that they were born in or if they, have a, if they spend a huge significant of time um, at, at a specific country. Right. It really is so true. Like it's so true. I feel like as Americans, we're like, I am twenty five percent Lithuanian. I'm a little bit of German. I'm like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and it's like, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> I know, I know. I saw. It's funny though that this was on it because I saw this quote uh, somewhere circulating the internet this weekend, and it said, "America is the only country where you can come and you will be an American. Like if you move to Italy." You'll never be an Italian if you're born in a different country. If you move to Greece, you'll never be Greek. Like you'll like you can only come from or come to like you can come to America as like a Greek person or as an Italian person and like assimilate into being an American. But as like an American or as like an Italian person going to Greece, you'll never be Greek because you were never born in Greece. Right. Know what I mean? Yeah. But then what's interesting is in the country where you're it's the only place you're allowed to really like say, we don't say it anyway. <laughs> like Yeah. We then say the other yeah. countries that we have like yeah. really no connection to. We're like embarrassed to be like, we're from we're American. We're like, actually, I'm like thirty percent this. Right. It's like that doesn't this. matter. That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. But also so tr- so on brand. America is just so fucking weird. I love it. Yeah. Really though. Mm-hmm. Oh, this was interesting. Cash bail. The concept of paying bail has always seemed ludicrous to me. Here in the UK, everyone is bailed automatically unless they are seen as a significant risk or a severe danger to, to others with like murder or whatever. Cash bail is literally making extortion part of the justice system. Not only this, but it gives an unfair edge to the very wealthy who can afford to be bailed out for even the most heinous of crimes. I like snapped when I heard this because this is like <laughs> fucked up. Like I didn't yeah. realize other countries Don't didn't have, have like it was just like, you know, if you're arrested for something like minimal, you're right. released and then they just like bill you for the bail. Like Right. And this guy I, had it so right. Like it really is setting you up to fail if you're from a lower income or something and like mm-hmm. you can't just pay your way out. Like that's fucked up. No, I honestly I didn't know that either and I fully agree. It's very interesting. I guess I, I I also think America's prisons are not the best. Like I feel like so many other countries try to like reform prisoners and we just like lock people up. Right. Yeah. Not to mention lock people up that are innocent, but like that's a whole nother that's a topic. Story. We don't have time on this podcast. Um, we that. don't have time, but yeah, it really just like that reading that like got me like really worked up. I was like, wow. So this really is like a broken system over here because like that's crazy yeah it is but we're broken right um <laughs> and then oh i think you knew you definitely knew this before so to- toilet stall stop i can't speak toilet stalls 
where not only can people peek inside, but an adult person can crawl into your cubicle because there's so much space under the door. Ew. Like, that's not like, you know how, like, we have, like, you can, like, either look through the crack and literally could see the person on the toilet mm-hmm. if you wanted. We could crawl underneath. Like, that's not really like that in other countries. It's, like, an actual, like, room or it's, like, full doors. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how we kind of got the short end of the stick on that one, but it's not right. really fair. I yeah. hate it. That's why I don't pee in public. Yeah. Not enjoyable. Mm-mm. Um, and then let me see if there's one more for me to say. Hmm, this is a good one to end on. Willingly putting yourself massively in debt for a college degree. I come from a place with free university, which has its own drawbacks, of course. But the fact that you can make such a huge life-altering decision at 17 and then have to be paying for it for the rest of your life just seems downright bizarre to me. Yeah. Because, like, it's true. In other countries, like, college is free. Yeah. I just, I don't know. The whole college is free thing. I, I don't, I don't understand how that would ever really work. I mean, I guess people do it. Yeah, I mean, it works in it. other countries. Yeah. I just, I, like we kind of talked about earlier in our earlier point when we said like America's so work-based, I mm-hmm. wonder how, and like money oriented, I wonder how free colleges would work. Like, would it be the same education? all across the board or would like the free colleges the education be a little bit subpar compared to other ones right yeah I mean it should be the same like if other countries are doing it why can't we but it could all tie into why we have why America specifically is such like a career-driven country because you have to go to college pay so much money and then you got to work really hard to pay it off type of thing so that may just be like the whole cycle of it while right in europe you know you can go to university for free and so then obviously the next step is to just to go to work and there's not like any type of urgency because that's just kind of how your life is going and it's not like you had to like bet your whole life savings on it or anything right i also want to know like who is paying for the college over there then because like nothing in life is free right i mean i guess the government like because you know canada has like universal health care yeah so then who pays for the that who pays the government for that the people right like yeah but they don't have like it's not like canada has like insane taxes it's like so then like how are they doing it and why have we not learned from it yet i don't know i'm annoyed about it um i don't understand i don't either i think america has a lot to learn but we also do a lot of really good things, too. We do, yeah. This was just, like, interesting stuff. Um, it was. It got a little, like, more, like, intense at the end with, like, the facts. But, like, I mean, every country is different. But it is right. interesting to see, like, how I feel like America specifically is, like, so different than other countries. Right. I wonder if it is because we have taken so many different cultures. And, like, this yeah. is just how we kind of mesh them all together. And, like, this is, was the product of it. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. Maybe we should become president. Co-president? Oh, my God. Do you think that's a thing? Um, I don't know. Listen, we should tweet it because Kanye, if Kanye can do it, we can do it. Right. Right. I know. Uh, <laughs> they should have know. to take like, a mental health exam to become president. I feel like they technically do, but it's like all like fake anyway. Everything's fake. Mm-hmm. 
and that's life. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I guess that kind of like wraps up this podcast. Um, actually, Taylor and I, we have like a really fun podcast coming to you next week. Um, we have like some guests coming onto our show, which should be great. Some guests that we have known for a very long time. Yeah, we're excited. Ironically um, enough, yeah. Yeah, so that should be a good time. We're looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining. Uh, follow, make sure to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. Our Instagram is at uncorked underscore unfiltered and our Twitter is at uncork underscore podcast. Right. Comment on this. Tell your friends about it. Love us forever. <laughs> Stay hydrated, everyone. And drink wine. <laughs>